it's dark wherever it is the three of you are. Samson, you open your eyes and you look around and all you see is blackness. You don't see where you're standing. You don't see sky. You don't see walls, anything like that. You reach out your hands around you. You don't feel anything. And eventually your hand brushes against someone's shoulder. Robert, you feel a hand brush against your shoulder. And as you open your eyes, you see Samson standing next to you. No light, no form of illumination, but you can still make him out. Sharon, you open your eyes and standing in front of you, uh, sorry, Joan, yes. you open your eyes and standing in front of you are Robert and Samson. The three of you are dressed as you were in the arcade with some notable differences. Robert is standing hunched over as though there's a great weight around his neck, even though you don't see anything. And you don't see any necklace around his neck either. Joan has a wound behind her ear. It's small, but um, it is leaking a little bit. And Samson has scars all over his arms and his veins are distended and bulging all across his body. And after a few seconds of confusion, each of you realizes the same thing at once. You're alone. There's no demon with you that you've been living with for years or have recently summoned. It's just the three of you, wherever you are. Welcome, everybody, to Coven, an actual play horror podcast. We're on Twitter at Coven underscore podcast, online at covenpodcast.com. As always, you can find our content warnings in the description for this episode. Our theme music is by Ben Cronin, and our cover art is by Daniel Stetner. I'm Noah Lloyd. You can find me online at Noah Gola. We've got Gary Slack. Hey, I'm Gary, and I'll be playing Robert Chessman. Kiefer Katz. Hi, I'm Kiefer. And Sharon Merriam. Hi, I play Joan Bataille. And Kiefer plays Samson Sycamore. <laughs> I just feel like they know that by now. Why don't they just jump in on the latest one? Well, that's a double. And they're hella confused by that opening. <laughs> so, um, oh, there's another thing. Actually, how could I forget? There's another thing you notice about Robert, Samson, and Joan. His hands are charred and blackened and misshapen that's all i'm gonna give you okay. for now that's intense 
to be clear, I'm not blind, right? Like it seemed like Correct. everybody else could see, but I couldn't see. No, sorry. You can, you can, as, as everyone was opening their eyes, you can see them as well. Yeah. Everyone can see each other. Okay, wait, but you said we're not in the arcade. We're in like a blackness. You're standing somewhere dark. Okay. That you can't see. Well, this is unfortunate. <laughs> uh yeah um hmm. i feel like we may have missed something here the last thing i remember was uh getting my ass kicked by uh by the guy with the trash can dog so uh robert are you okay what is happening with your hands uh the last i remember well Last thing I remember, I had hands, um, <laughs> and now, uh, not so much. Where's my guitar, for that matter? Fuck, where's anything? Um, wait, Joan has like a light power. No, she has no power now because there's no demon. Fuck, never mind. <laughs> but this is good. But this is good. Does she try? Because she does. She has yeah. shadow. Which should be able to remove shadows from around them. Yeah, let's uh, let's have her try. Did she try? Yeah, yeah. How does what does that look like? Oh gosh. Um, okay, so I mean, I think that she just raises her hand in front of her to try to like make a little illuminating bauble thing that would float mm -hmm. around. Um, you know, and usually her tell is that she has these glowing fingernails when she's trying to do anything magic. Um, so so yeah, I think that she just. As if it is normal, and kind of ignoring the, you know, leaking wound behind her ear, gives it a go, um, which I assume involves rolling something. No, you don't have to roll anything. I'm not rolling because... that. Okay. No. All right. It, so because looks... nothing happens. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well. I mean, and and you may like something else that I want to reiterate is none of you are in pain. Um. None of you are comfortable either. You're just in a totally neutral state. So Samson, until he looks down at his forearms, doesn't know that his scars are visible, like yeah. his track marks, let's be clear, yeah. or that his veins are distended. Joan, you probably don't know about the wound on your... You're aware of uh, Avathon being absent, but yeah. you probably don't know that there's a wound there. And Robert... You don't feel hunched over, like it doesn't feel like you're under a great weight, even though that is the posture that Robert, uh, unconventionally for him, is carrying at the moment. Mm -hmm. Does he okay. feel like his hands are in excruciating pain? Right. No. Oh. But we see the effects. We just don't but feel But you them. see the effects. Correct. Okay. <sighs> All right, guys. Well, this is not great. Um, I can't, I can't seem to... Uh... I, you know, normally I, I would do a little, a little light ball thing here and then, and kind of help us see something, but it, it just doesn't, nothing's happening. Yeah. What? Um, I'm struggling here because I feel like Samson should be like really freaking out because mm -hmm. he's going to die. Like, I, this isn't, I don't, I don't care about your light ball. Like, I, I, I need, I need, I need, I need Abby back. This, I, I can't. This we this yeah what I'm going to die like I don't have I can't live without Abby I need we can't be like this what happened why are we here why is this fucking demon dog guy after you anyway why did you get me wrapped up in this I'm going to die I need you to figure this out yeah so. well that was why I was trying to do the light ball thing uh, if you would think about it for two seconds because that could help us see something. That would be step one, Samson. But it's not working, so what is step two? Somebody make a plan. I'm well, 16. <laughs> well, I, I can't. And Robert, like, he can't use his hands, right? No, you can try to use them. I mean, and we can <laughs> see what happens. Like, what do you do? What's that? What, you can't what use your you... hands. Well, you can try to use your hands. Right? I, I, mean, I mean, they are, they have been... They have been horrifically burned. You can see that your fingers are like misshapen now. You can um, move your arms around. 
Yeah, you can well. move your arms. I well, think if you try to open and close your hands, there's they just kind of don't respond. Okay, well, let's just say Robert flails what remains of his arms in the darkness and <laughs> tries to feel out some kind of surface. Um, you know, like also just trying to get away from the you know, old man, young woman arguing type <laughs> yeah. stuff until he bumps into something. So he's just walking around. Okay. All right. So Robert is kind of wandering away from the two of you, exploring a bit. Good. Can we still see him as he wanders away? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's, not too, he, he's not going too far away, but yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. So is there anything to bump into? <laughs> not, not immediately around you. Oh, well, maybe we should just walk in a direction until we hit into something. Can I contact Ectrix? Hmm. Interesting. You Let's can try. Look at <laughs> well, I mean, the, the rituals aren't something you need a demon for. Okay. That could be a thing. Mm-hmm. Right, theoretically, we could just summon new demons right now, which is probably the next step. Come on, Ronk! <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah. So what is this going to look like? Contact is a sorcerer's lore against the demon's power. Um, your lore starts at four. Let me double check. Uh, what is this? What does this look like in your totally human state at the moment? Yeah. Um, I think it just looks like Samson sitting down and crossing his legs and try like i don't know where i am i don't know what's going on i don't have anything else to go off of i'm in an empty dark room where i can't see anything um mm -hmm. so it looks like samson sitting down and just chanting maybe just chanting actrix's name sure there i do what i do like is that there is a um and your eyes are open, probably, right? To, yeah. to connect back to an earlier episode. What I do like is is the through line to, like, Samson's meditation room on his on his boat. Yeah, the he's... sitting cross-legged thing. That he's doing immediately, because that's how he contacted Ectrix the first time. That's, like, mm -hmm. Samson's lore has increased since the last time we did. He summoned yeah. the demon. He gets this a little bit more now. He's... Mm -hmm. doing the things that he knows he needs to do to get the contact that he needs cool so let's let's call if there's that one... like anything like swampy water if there's water on the ground or any sort of like uh moisture he would like gather it up and like splash it on his face or even mm -hmm. drink liquid that's like cooling on the ground or something like that anything that can get him into that like ectrix swamp zone yeah there's probably a moment where he touches the ground feeling for something but he touches the ground and it's like, I don't know, we, in our everyday human experience, there isn't something comparable to touching nothing. You know, we, we exist in something, we exist in, in uh, gas, oxygen, um, but it is like touching something that isn't there. So I'll give you, uh, let's, I mean, does Samson spit in his hand and then like rub it across his face just for the moisture? Yeah. I think actually, yeah, he does. Jones spit I, on him. I wanna, I want him to ask happily. <laughs> yeah, I think he does. I think I'm trying to decide if like Samson would be this desperate, but I think the idea that like he's knows he's going to die, he's just gonna be like, spit on me, both of you, as much as you can. Don't stop. <laughs> uh, this is why I face. love games. <laughs> Um, because right. you get to act out your weird spit fetish. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Just kidding. Totally normal spit fetish. You can be into whatever you want. <laughs> oh my god. Um, okay. If, if you say so, that's a bit weird, but whatever Very. floats your boat, Sam. <laughs> so Joan walks over and promptly spits in his face. Does Robert oblige as well? He doesn't not oblige, you know, I guess he always wanted to, you know, sort of spit in it, you know, as like a disgraceful thing. So, you know, he goes with it. Okay. Um, so all told, let's call that an additional 3d8 
And this is a this is a question for for Kiefer before he rolls. Does Samson's cowardice play in here? Samson's cowardice specifically of water, which he is using here, even though it is saliva. And and I love the way you were describing how terrified he was earlier. I guess I don't think of saliva as being particularly clean water. Um, sure. And no. we also talked about wanting to change the price. Oh, I haven't come up with a new one, so that's my bad. So I guess it's still cowardice for now. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not. I'm not like hard invoking it. I just wanted to get kind of your character note here, and I. Yeah, I mean, I think he's like flinching every time spit hits his face, and he's like clearly unhappy. But I think his fear of his own death and the death of his child is greater to a pretty significant degree. Like he's he's scared. He's he's nowhere and nothing is happening and he has no way to do anything about it. And I think of all of the things that Samson Sycamore has feared in his life, I think being powerless is not something he even knew he could be afraid of and now he's terrified. I love it. And I, thank you for it. That's this is exactly why I was asking to get those character notes. So go ahead, go ahead and roll me. You don't want to give me one more for that excellent description of how scared he was. <laughs> sure, why not? Hey, call it forty-eight. It was Will or Lore. It's Lore. Oh, I rolled the wrong one. Hey, an even better roll though. That's a good roll. This one, yeah. So, uh, Kiefer got an eight, eight, seven, six, and then some smaller numbers. Let's roll Ectrix's power. And Ectrix did not get a single eight, Ooh. which means that the contact definitely works. So, Samson, as you're sitting there, um, I think Joan manages to get it right in your eye. Oh, God. <laughs> because, you know, we've talked about the contacting happening ideally with the eyes open, seeing kind of through reality. And so no one else gets this vision. I think it's just Samson but refracted in the yeah this is actually what it's like it's almost like you're wearing a monocle at this point through which you can see into a room and the room has pinballs on the floor and Mm -hmm. flashing lights and chaos everywhere you see a dog bleeding out on the ground robert laying on his side apparently passed out a smoldering guitar in front of him and Ectrix standing right in front of you. So I see the other places if I were there, basically. Through through one eye, through the eye that that Joan spit in. But I mean like through from my POV in from, that world. Yes, from your original perspective, correct. Ectrix. Where am I? It tilts its head to the side, almost like a a curious dog and yeah and it, it uses that word it says curious mm. it appears you are in my place what place is that it's the place i come from and the place abalazet comes from is it the place all of you come from we only come from one place <laughs> can you bring me back Hmm. Ectrix is considering, as I'm considering. <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, uh-huh. <laughs> this is all, all those sounds I just made are, are in character for Ectrix <laughs> as it thinks about it. it. tries to decide if it's capable. Unfortunately, only another sorcerer can do that. Mm. Even if we're all in the place. So I need to be summoned, is what you're telling me. You need to be summoned or brought. You would not be the first one who is trapped there. I'm not trapped. I'm just stuck. (laughs) (laughs) How can you help me come home, Ectrix? Ectrix walks over to Travis Trent and gestures. So you can... Uh, as a reminder for the listeners, situationally, both Travis Trent and Samson wound up standing kind of directly across from one another. I was imagining maybe 10 to 15 feet away, looking towards one another, but both their eyes had gone white as they had 
been dazed by using the boost power twice in a row. And so you can see Travis Trent standing there as Ectrix comes over and gestures at him in kind of a um, kind of a wheel of fortune. Look at this gesture. Here is another sorcerer. Oh God. I could await for him. I could wait for him to awaken. You were in the room with us. I don't. Do you, why would he possibly help? Can I like speak to My, both worlds at this point, or can I only speak to Actrix? You can only speak to Actrix. the The speech is happening through your mind, and and for kind of a, a little tonal note or a detail. Robert and Joan, you can hear everything Samson is saying, but you can't hear the replies. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. So it sounds like he is just speaking into the void. Right, that's what I mean. Could I, like, yeah. say to my friends in the demon world, like, does anybody know another sorcerer? Oh, yes, yes. Sorry, yeah. That That is... I thought you meant you were asking if you could communicate with other creatures in the real yeah. world, but Ectrix is the only one that would hear you. Yes, you can talk to Joan and Robert. Yeah, for sure. Cool. I want to hear Ectrix's response to my shading his absurd suggestion <laughs> before I do anything else. Uh-huh. Ectric says, my master seems to not get the joke. And then, actually, the trash dog, because the trash dog is still in the room, too, and oh, yeah. has just been, even through the whole last episode, where I don't think I mentioned it, uh, <laughs> it's just been sitting there, looking around, waiting for instructions, and as soon as Ectric says this, it starts doing kind of that dog, dogish laugh that's like between a bark and a guffaw. Oh, God. Yeah, I think uh, your humor operates on, let's say, I guess maybe I should get it since I'm here. Um, and then out loud, do either of you know another sorcerer? Hmm. Um, I mean, I know you guys. Someone hmm. who's not stuck here. Uh shit oh wait they they know um oh my god ruby's ex-boyfriend why am i blanking on his name right now one of the j's was it a j jim jim yeah wait i mean wasn't jim involved in this stuff how do we get in touch with jim jim that might be a tricky one i do know of someone else but they're not from here. I don't well, care where they're from. I, unless this person is so not from here that they will want you to spend the rest of your presumably quite short life trapped in an alternate dimension full of demons. You pause. Should... Hold exactly what you're about to say, Kiefer, in your head. And Joan, I need you to make me a stamina roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> One sec. Do... Is that right? <laughs> That's right. So uh, Sharon oh, rolled two d eight for Joan's stamina. Uh, she got a two and a one. I am also rolling Joan's stamina. I got a six and a four. Joan suddenly doubles over. It feels like you have the worst stitch in your side that Oof. you've ever felt. It's like you've been running for an hour and suddenly yeah. all your muscles seize up. Um, and you clutch your side, and as you pull it away, you see there is blood there. Uh, so is this supposed to be happening? Because now she just takes her hand away from her side and holds it out so that they can see that there's blood on her hand. Can we, um, maybe hurry up this contacting thing? Because I don't think I'm doing so well. What's the name, Robert? He's my old professor, and he's in town for a bit. Um, Dr. Jerry Fuller. Let's get him. How do we get him? Tell Ectrix to get him. Ectrix, can you hear me? It, it, the, the nose of its plague doctor mask dips and rises. <laughs> That's like my favorite gesture in this whole thing. There's a professor in town, in the city, Dr. Jerry Fuller. He's a friend of Robert's. Go to him. Tell him that Robert is trapped. Tell him that the only way to bring Robert back is to bring all of us back. And tell him that there is a very sweet and well-mannered teenage girl who is on the verge of death. No need to be too honest about Joan. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Shane Hectrix when nods. she's dying. Ectrix <laughs> nods. And then, and you can tell from, from this kind of forced perspective, I'm imagining it's almost like a fisheye lens that you're looking through. It puts its hand on your shoulder. And Samson, in, in this dark space you're in, you almost think for a moment you can feel a weight there for a second, but then it's gone. You might have imagined it. And Ectrix says, I will go. As soon as I leave and the contact breaks, though, be aware, time passes differently there. It may take me some time. Okay, but much time? not too much time. Ectrix nods and steps out of your field of view. And it's as he leaves, everything else that you can see slows. It's kind of as his, his body passes out of your view, the lights slow down, the dog's laughter slows down until it's frozen in this rictus. Uh. And the so things aren't totally frozen. Give it enough time, and one of the lights winks out and then winks back in again. Um, but I imagine fairly soon you wipe the the spit out of your eye so that you're out of the contact. Yep. Okay. So is he doing it, Samson? Is yeah, he... he's going to go. <clears throat> you're going to be okay, Joe. Okay. Well, um, yeah, let's see about that. Well, so what do we do in the meantime? We just sit here? We just wait? I did something. Um, <laughs> if anyone else has an idea of something they could do please do it i he wants just robert can you do something hey i'm looking around or i should say <laughs> i'm fumbling around but there's no walls in sight we're in hell <laughs> no walls in hell we're just like i, I mean i didn't tell them that right like we're, <laughs> you haven't told them yet yeah no. we're like this is their world you're not going to find walls, and if you do, I wouldn't want to touch them. God, what do they do all day? I have a feeling that, you know, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Robert, you feel the unmistakable feeling of a breath on the back of your neck. Uh, very slow, like uh, Robert turns around his uh, charred hands dangling and whatnot and kind of in a clueless way he looks and tries to figure out who it is who was that you don't see anyone but joan and samson you definitely hear robert say who was that who was what it's like What's this happening? real it's like you know it's it's hell but it's like real cold like shivers down my spine are we in the center of hell they say it's supposed to be really cold in the center of hell. Who's they? Dante, isn't it? Oh, Dante's Inferno. Okay. Yeah. All right. I actually haven't read it. Somehow have a PhD in English and haven't read Dante's Inferno. Yeah. <laughs> I, I only noticed you playing the PS3 game, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the seventh player. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Hey, most of what I know about all of this shit comes from reading Neil Gaiman's Sandman, not anything to do with Sharon like actually knows about demons sometimes oh yeah uh <laughs> you like know the Ars Galatia and all that stuff yeah I had a cop well all of my copies are back in New York but um yeah Why? I had a, a phase uh where I was collecting a lot of those kind of books that's what's up yeah. notice she said all of my copies of the Ars <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think everyone listening know, noticed like, that. <laughs> she's like collecting all the copies. Oh gosh. <laughs> Y'all need to watch out for Sharon. She's playing something. <laughs> I see. Um, wait, so can Joan or any anyone else see what's breathing on Robert? It's just still blackness? Nope. nope. And it was just for a moment. It's not like continuous. It just oh, felt okay. like a single breath. Okay, so maybe we're not alone down here. Up here? Over here? I don't know where we are. I can't imagine that anyone who's looking for us here has good intentions. Or maybe they do, you know? Maybe we're, like, 
tourists to them and they're looking for a quick marriage to get them a visa. Maybe they're looking for a one-way trip. Don't get your hopes up, lover boy. I promise a lot to get out of here right now. Can I make contact with the um, demons that are in their zone? I don't know if that's the best idea. <laughs> do it. Okay. I want to do it, but I already did something, and I'd rather somebody else okay. do it. Okay. All right. So, so Joan, um, well, I mean, okay. I guess she, she can just start by trying to talk to them. So she just kind of yells out, like, hey, hey, demons, is anyone here? I don't know. I love, I love the look of this. <laughs> Of this sixteen-year-old girl, just like hands on hips, turning around away from the rest of the group. Hey, hey demons! Hey demons! <laughs> Show yourselves. At that, I think a breeze kicks up, and it blows through the three of you, um, making your clothes whip around you. Yeah, mm-hmm. like like uh, to the extent that you actually like have to put an arm over your face and that that happens for a full four or five seconds and then dissipates god well you could just say hello robert just felt all of that because it's not like he can cover his face with anything i mean you can lift your arm you could try to something's listening actually i think i think this is good i think this is a uh, a good moment Robert, what are you, how are you, fa- who are you facing? Or are you facing anyone at the moment in the group? Um, so Robert can see or like no one can see, right? I mean, you can see each other, but you can't see anything else. At the moment. Oh, I got you. Um, nah, he's, he, he's not facing anyone. Um, he's still a little further out than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, but he still feels that chill running down his spine. Yeah. And you yeah. S- yeah, you see a figure deep in the darkness, far away. But it does seem to be walking toward you. Is it a big figure? Is it is it like I mean how how would you tell? There's no way for you to have any kind of perspective here. It's humanoid, it's human shaped, I'll say that. It's too far away to make out any details. There's no way for you to get a scale. There's no point of reference here. And can it's far else, away. Can anyone else see it, or does Robert, because he's a bit further out? I mean, Robert is the first to notice it. If he points it out to someone, they, it's not like it's invisible. Robert walks towards it, um, and I think his footsteps become like louder, and perhaps that attracts the attention of the others i mean i don't i there are no footsteps here oh shit because you're not walking on anything damn okay well i mean there's um, nothing else to look at so i'm sure that yeah, joan and Sam exactly are looking around. that's that that is what i was going to say though yeah. it's not like they wouldn't notice you yeah. leaving um hey, so Robert, and, yeah where are you going yo there's like this gray alien looking motherfucker in the distance y'all see this shit uh, I see something. Looks like one of those old B-movie aliens, you know? Like, just wrapped up in... Are these even clouds? What the hell is this? It's nothing. It's hell. Joan just yells out at it and waves her arms around. Like, hey! Hey! <laughs> it, keep, it keeps coming. Hurry up! <laughs> All of my sighs are in character. (laughs) (laughs) Some time passes as whatever it is moves toward you. Um, Robert, did you did you keep walking, or or are you waiting for it now? Um, he stops and okay, all right. Eventually, it gets closer and it resolves. The closer it gets, you realize it's not a gray alien. It's wrong. Um, it's actually, it appears to be a woman. Mm. Shonk. She's, she's not very tall. Slunk. What? She's African-American. And you recognize her. 
Uh-oh. 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 Is that Granny? It is Willie Mayhook. Oh, my God. And she walks right up to you, Robert, smiles a big grin, opens her arms, and says, come in here. Mm. Do we trust mm. this? <laughs> I, I think Robert just, you know, um, on impulse does it anyway. Yeah. Joan Sampson, what are the two? Joan, you would probably, if not have met, you would have seen her around the road. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. So I think that she just says, is that your grandma? I hope so. I'm too close to <laughs> walk away now. God. Samson, what do you think about what's happening here? I don't think I think I think he's making his choices. Okay. She she pulls away, Robert, she she holds your face in her hands for a second. She says, um, feels like it's been so long robert it's been how long would it have been since willie may died like a year or so no way less than that oh, yeah, our, like our a, first a week. our first sorcerer episode eh, more than probably like three weeks something like that oh, okay yeah yeah it's been god like even though it hasn't been that long it's been way too long what are you doing here? She looks around. You didn't really think I'd kick the bucket that easy, did you? Well, if you was going to kick the bucket, you know, I figured you'd be in a better looking place than this. This is a place we can go if we need to bide our time. Uh, ain't like you're doing much else here. And he looks around. <laughs> I'm biding my time. Biding your time until what? <laughs> and then she turns and looks at you, Joan. You're the little one that wants to guard the clearing. Mm, well, it's been told to us that we should. We? Yeah, the witches and the, the swamp witches. Oh, right. We. Um... <laughs> Yeah, you must know all about that, Granny. Um, those, like, really weird-looking... They came to us a while back and basically said the swamp is in my... our hands. And Joe just kind of narrows her eyes, because they don't know yet that he owns it, right? They don't. I don't think they know. They don't know. Yeah. She pats the side of your face, Robert, gives you a wink, because she knows what you're thinking about. And, oh, and when you mention the Swamp Witches, she kind of nods her head. The Alabaster Witches. That's right, the Alabaster Witches. They're pretty tall, aren't she, they? She kind of looks around, looks over her shoulder. They're around here sometimes, too. Who are they? What do they do? Other than ask us to guard things. She kind of looks you up and down again. It's very obvious that she, she's not hiding her emotions from you. Mm. Um, and it's obvious that she doesn't trust you, Joan. <laughs> but despite that, she says, um, now I have to actually come, come down on one side or the other about what they are. <laughs> <laughs> they are practitioners like me. Not demon holders like the three of you but practitioners of the arts mm. but they have prolonged their lives by extraordinary measures they've and been here for go ahead no well, it's just she was gonna say presumably those measures involve keeping the clearing safe presumably come robert i think it's time oh no before she says that she, uh, she looks down at your hands and kind of holds your forearms. What happened here? Let's just say I bit off more than I could chew and um, kind of fucked up my hands in the process. Excuse my French. Hmm. 
you know me. I never cared much for that. She she has kind of a, a pained look on her face, but she she holds you by the by the forearm wrist. Says, "Come, Robert. Let's go. You've been here long enough." Wait, what and about us? If you'll let her, Robert, she would start leading you away. Now, hold, um, hold up, Granny. Now, now I've I've come here with uh, two other sorcerers and. We have been in a real bad way, and as silly as it is what I'm about to say, I can't go back without them. Joan, make me another stamina roll. (laughs) (laughs) Slightly better than last time. Slightly better. She rolled a six and a three. Okay, a four and a two. So, um, Joan, you feel... I think you definitely kind of put a hand to your side like it's definitely it's tight and it hurts and in fact that's probably the only sensation you have here there's no hot there's no cold um there's no olfactory sense but you do feel kind of this tightness in your side but you're holding it back for the nonce for now she says willie that is willie may says i'm only here for you robert i'm afraid when my i was trying to come up with a more poetic way of her saying this but when my corporeal form died i can't just bring back anyone you are my blood i can take you back and And once once you're back maybe you can help them that's what i was gonna say how do we know this is your grandma and not just some demon posing as your grandma do you have any id lady does it matter? Why, yes, let me just pull out my driver's <laughs> license here that says Willie May Hooks, born 19 appropriate year, delivery, <laughs> now resides in hell. Yes, young lady. I don't know. Seems fishy. Robert just goes, I'm not sure myself, but what are we going to do? Like, wait around? And besides, like, my grandmother wouldn't trick me or deceive me like this, right? Yeah, well, if it's not your grandmother, then... I don't know, Robert, you have to make your own choice here, but... It seems like there's a lot that could go wrong. But then More she wrong of... than you... <laughs> no, then she kind of clutches her side, and then she's like, well, on second thought. <laughs> what were you about to say? Just that, like, is it gonna go more wrong than you bleeding to death? in a separate world? You know, I tried taking a chance before and it cost me dearly. I, I, I think, I think, like, you know, if it, if it costs me again, it's my life, but I don't know what else I can do. And he, like, turns, like, to face his grandmother, question mark, and just, very calmly like walks towards her and every now and then he'll turn his head and go like oh well you know I won't forget about you guys like <laughs> I'll come back and rescue you and he means it like, Wait, so I always assume... remember you oh my god no word from Ectrix I assume not yet mm-hmm. and S- Samson whether or not you've expressed this to everyone else um, just from how slow like, like Ectric was not lying about time moving more slowly in the real world. So however long it takes Ectrix to find uh, Professor Fuller is going to be hugely magnified for the three of you. How hugely? I mean, do I have, it's impossible for you to, unless you knew like the speed with which the lights were blinking in the arcade, like how are you going to calculate that? Robert, just try to bring us back. (laughs) (laughs) And try to hurry up. Will do, y'all. I got this. Now let's do it. Okay, so Willie Mae leads Robert away, and the two of you, Samson and Joan, watch him recede into the distance, and he gets smaller and smaller and smaller.
Alright, well, just, just you and me. Uh, can you try calling Actrix again? <laughs> That's not gonna... He's doing everything he can. Why don't we call someone else? Yeah, I mean, can they try to call um, Avathon? Of course. Is that possible? Yeah, you're okay. a sorcerer. You can do you can do any of the any of the rituals. You can attempt. All right, then I guess Joan can attempt to call Avathon. Okay, what does that look like? Mm, that's a good question. Because she never had to summon him to begin with, because she was just born with it. Um, right. But you know, this. presumably she's learned a lot over the years. Yeah, and your your lore is the highest, or it used yeah. to be the highest of everyone's. So I think it's now equal to Samson's. Yeah. Um, which reflects you living with a demon your entire life. So a lot of this is kind of innate and natural to you. What is it, you know, but this is a creature that you've lived with your entire life. What does it look like as you try to reach back out to it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, I mean, she does have all these, like, singing aspirations and, um, you know, is kind of leaning on the demon a bit to help her with that. So, I mean, maybe she starts singing. Okay, that's kind of cool. What 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 kind of a song? I'm not asking you to sing for us. Yeah, I'm not going to sing for you. <laughs> <laughs> but tonally. Yeah. Like um, I mean, I think it would be sort of just, like, unexpected. Like, very, like, operatic, but, like, creepy operatic, you know? Like, lots of, um, I don't know, minor chords or what have you. Mm -hmm. um, and just, like somewhat a bit unearthly like not a song as a human might think of a song but you know just like strange tones like really high pitched but just um like it, it's it's clearly singing but it, it's not structured the way that like an actual song would be it's like almost like an animal call you know oh, like cool. a weird like not like a a bird it's you know not like a bird song or anything like that but it's like mm -hmm. it's it's something that's a little bit, I guess, inhuman or not, you yeah. know, not quite a song, just, you know, strange tones. Mm -hmm. um, I love so, that. So, yeah, I think she just says to Samson, hold on, let me try something real quick as like a preface so that she doesn't just start doing it and then just pauses for a second and then does the sort of um, strange singing. Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll go ahead and give you uh, 2d8. Yeah, sorry, uh, my brain is hiccuping. Uh, I gave you a 2d8 bonus on that. I already put it into your your character thing on roll 20. So that's a pretty good roll. Okay. Uh, Joan got eight, seven, five, and then a few other numbers. I am rolling Avathon's power. Avathon got an eight as well, which pairs off with Joan, but then yeah. Avathon's next highest was a six, so Joan wins. So Joan mm. manages to reach out from this place beyond reality to touch Avathon, which is still curled up behind your furry dog, dog ear. ear. Oh, God. <laughs> and you hear, yeah, oh, you hear, you hear Avathon in a way you've never heard it before. You hear the rattle of its body, almost like an insect, almost like a mm. cicada. Yeah. Um, you hear it rattling, and when it speaks, it's, you know the, the, I'm sure most people know this, but for context, the reason that our voices sound different when we hear them recorded is because the voice we're used to hearing is vibrating our head, right? Yeah. Like that's actually what we're hearing. And that's how you boys heard Avathon. So the voice you hear now is both the same, but it's also not reverberating through your head. So it's also eerie and different and makes you uncomfortable the same way your own voice, your own yeah. recorded voice would make you uncomfortable. Um, oh, and Avathon says, Joan, where are you, little one? Um, well, funny you should ask. I think I'm in your world and you're still in my world. So, uh, hi. Something's clearly going wrong. Can you get us back? We are trying multiple ways, but nothing really seems to be working. You hear kind of a frantic, Joan, Joan, Joanie, you're dying here. You're dying. Fuck. <laughs> uh, well, that's, um, 
Um, hmm. So, so, so nothing, nothing I can do then? Um, great. I, I can't, I can't escape you. You're not dead yet. I can't escape you till you're dead. Shit. Um, okay, well, maybe. Hang point. Trying to get back. Trying to figure this out. Um, call you later. Hang on, uh, honey. I'll be right home. <laughs> yeah. God. Um, so I think she just says to Samson, hey, so turns out real world me is dying as a dog in dog form. And, uh, yeah, can't do much about that. So, um, yeah, I think it's down to Robert and Ectrix at this point. There's so many more demons than the ones we know. And you're dying, Jonah. And I, I will die, but it's going to take me a lot longer. And if I were you, I would be in this place looking for someone who could keep me alive. If you're scared, if you need me to do this for you, I'm... Look, you're a kid. I give you a hard time because you're an obnoxious teenager, and <laughs> I don't really ever want to talk to my daughter the way I talk to you, so I talk to you instead. Um, Rude. I'm sorry. Look, mm. I'm being sentimental here. Please just chill. But, Fine. like, if, if you need me to do this, I will. But you'll be better served doing it for yourself. Someone is here. Someone here can help you. Someone here, Ugh. I'm sure someone here can bring us back, just because Ectrix couldn't. I don't know if Joan. that's actually true, but Samson thinks it's <laughs> true. It should be true. It seems insane that, like, uh -huh. a demon couldn't bring you back to the world. And it, and it is true um, mm -hmm. there, that there is a, a demon here who could help you, or several. In fact, there are demons in the, the real world that could do it. Ectrix could not. Yeah. Um, anyway... Joan, over Samson's shoulder, you see another figure approaching the two of you. Um, it is Drunk. not the same shape <laughs> as Willie Mae. It is huge and tall, and it is bone white. Mm. And it is growing larger as it approaches the two of you. And it's approaching much more quickly than Willie Mae did. Um, well, I think Joan's pretty desperate and not easily scared so i think she just kind of ignores what samson has said and like leans it over around him and waves at it it keeps coming so samson you probably look over your shoulder and you see it as well or just you know wait and i guess it'll all just come straight to you <laughs> uh hey demon question mark can you see us? Can you hear us? It's making right for you. Okay. And it's just big and bony? What is? What does it look like? Can you see it any better? The closer it gets, the more you think it might be an alabaster witch. Swamp witch. Swamp witch. Swamp witch. Oh, shit. Okay. Does it say anything to us? Uh, yeah, if you wait for it to arrive, again, okay. it takes time. <laughs> It takes an uncomfortably long amount of time with you kind of pacing, um, mm -hmm. you know. No, Samson starts walking towards the Swamp Witch. This is stupid. Okay. All right. All right. And I assume Joan follows. Yeah. Um, as the two of you finally leave the environs that you started in, Sharon, make me another stamina roll. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so... Double threes. Uh, I'm rolling against. Hey, you win again. So oh. it's uncomfortable, but you're not like passing out or anything like that. Okay. And the two of you reach the Swamp Witch in half the amount of time it would have taken before. And it looks down at you. And uh, it speaks, again, largely just into your mind. I think you both hear it, but it is obvious from its posture that it's speaking to Joan. You're wasting time. Yeah, well, didn't really mean to end up here, uh, you know. Not really sure how we've ended up here. So, um, yes, I would like to stop wasting time. I would love to get back to protecting your clearing. So, um, so, so what do you think? How about uh, just taking us back? How does that sound? It holds a hand out to you, Joan. 
and Joan looks at Samson and then looks back at the swamp witch and then says, what about him? And it just shakes his head no. Joan looks at Samson. Fucker. Samson, what do you think? Just go. Oh, God. Okay, well, I'm sure we'll get in touch as soon as possible. Hopefully Ectrix will come through. Um, hey, I remember how, just like Robert, you're a sorcerer and can try to bring me back once you get to the other side. We do well, not have I, to rely on Ectrix. If I stop dying, then I will gladly do that. I will do yeah. my best to not die. Yeah, please don't die so that you can bring me back. Also, because, look, <laughs> just don't die. Thanks, Samson. It's stupid. You have so much power. I'll do my best. Don't die. Stop messing around. Get serious. Also bring me back. Okay. Okay, Samson. I will. I'll see you soon. And then Joan takes the Swamp Witch's hand and goes wherever it leads her. Mm-hmm. And Samson, you watch the two of them walk away. And it takes an uncomfortably long amount of time. <laughs> and they get smaller and smaller until it Samson turns no and starts walking them. in the other direction. Perfect. And Samson keeps walking. How long does Samson walk? I don't know, man. What else is he doing? I don't know. You tell me. You're you're him. Does he get like tired? Does he like experience anything else? Or yeah. is it just yeah. like he gets t he gets tired? Sure. Yeah. Does like consciousness only hell Samson? Like, what? Like, is he fiending? Like, what? I I don't know what the metaphysics are here. Yeah, well, well, let's let's figure it out. I don't think he's fiending. Like, I don't think that he's he's suffering from withdrawal or anything like that. It. I don't think days pass, but I think hours pass. And does he just keep walking? I think if like enough hours pass, eventually he's going to maybe try to get himself out again. I think there has to be a moment where he stops puts his hands on his hips or maybe not that might not be a samson move no he puts his uh, hands on his head right yeah that's good and in that moment you hear samson well i'll be what will you be do you turn around or do you just say that out loud i just say that out loud <laughs> i would have been your friend i can I, I'm going to just make a big wild swing here and say, hello, Abe. You got it. Been a long time and you still recognize my voice. That's you nice. You know, it's important to remember. Do you look at him? Do you ever turn around yeah, and look at him? turn around okay. and look at him. What, is he, what does he look like? Give us a, a description of, so this is uh, someone we've not seen on screen. This is a man named Abraham Jackson. I think he looks like he did when he died. I think you don't age in hell, really. Mm -hmm. Maybe yeah, you do well, if yeah. you want. Maybe you do if you want to, but not if you want to. Mm. But no, he. I think he looks like he looked the day he died. But what is what is that like? I think he's probably in army fatigues. Yeah, in my mind, I thought it would be fun if he was instead in like a very nice suit. <laughs> like I don't know how much power you have in the afterlife when you shifted your corporeal form because Willie mm -hmm. Mae did um, but yeah I don't know I think he's like a not handsome man with like dark skin and close cropped GI hair I think he has like a lot of acne scars maybe he's just not good looking yeah he's in military fatigues he's tall though he's tall and like He's like strong fat. Right. You turn around and he says, long time no see, buddy. Yeah, you know, I don't make that much of a habit of hanging out with dead men. Shame. Is it? How's it been? How is Obalazette treating you? Ah, moody, needy, kind of shitty, demanding. Sounds like someone else I know. Yeah, I didn't know you were married. Oh my god. <laughs> um, 
that I think is Abraham's style of humor, and he laughs at it. You've been here the whole time. He looks around. Yeah, whole time. How long for you? Oh. You stop keeping track after a while. Is there anything to do? He just kind of shrugs his shoulders. You didn't happen to, to uh, what's a what's a good like, seventies, nickname for heroin? Horse. Horse. Yeah, yeah, horse. You didn't happen to bring any horses with you, did you? Oh my god. No, I left my ride back home. Hmm. Shame. Would have been nice. Yeah, it's always nice. So it's pretty boring then. Hmm. You've got me for company. I meant for you. It has been. It has been. But things are looking up. I've got you to talk to. You know I'm not staying, right? You'll be back. Maybe. Not for a while. I guess you're pretty good at waiting. Pretty good at waiting. Robert, you are drowning. Nice. There is water in your lungs. You can't see where you are. Um, There is pain radiating out from your hands. And you break the surface. (coughs) And you are in the swamp. And I think you just kind of lurch onto the shore. Lurch as in kind of throw your upper torso onto the shore and roll onto your back and take some deep heaving breaths. Um, And then the pain from your hands hits you. And it is deep and unavoidable. And you're not unconscious anymore. Uh, But you know where you are. You're in the swamp. You're somewhere that you've gone swimming before. Imlac is around your neck. You're wearing the same clothes you were wearing when you were in the arcade. Is his, but the pain in his hands is pretty much there, right? Almost overwhelming, yeah. Oh. Uh. I mean, the thing you are probably thinking, honestly, is I need a fucking hospital. Yeah. Like, just Snoop Dogg rage quit, like, fuck. <laughs> and that's pretty much all he's saying. It's like, fuck. And he, like, rolls over a few times. He just can't stop screaming, like, fuck. Yep. Joan, you spasm awake. In dog form? Nope. Nope. You spasm awake. Wherever you are is incredibly bright. And there are these kind of tall, pillar-like structures around you. And it's so bright that when you open your eyes your vision is kind of washed out. But as you, as things start to resolve, these pillar structures around you resolve into kind of trees. And you realize that this cold thing you're laying on is actually a big rock, which just happens to be kind of table-shaped and just your size. And as you sit up, uh, you realize you're in the clearing not some random part of the swamp, but you are in the center where you met with the alabaster witches before. You don't see any of them around, but you are awake. There is a knife at your side, covered Mm -hmm. in your blood, and you have a pretty jagged scar on your rib, um, or around your ribs, I should say. It it doesn't look clean, um, Mm -hmm. but it is scarred. It is scar tissue already, so they have done something to keep you alive. How is the pain level, or is it the same as before, where it's like uncomfortable but not unbearable? Yeah, I think that's where it is. I think it's uncomfortable but not unbearable. Your your clothes, I think, are torn by whatever the witches have had to do to keep you alive. So if you are wearing your favorite jacket or something, it's probably a goner. But mm-hmm. otherwise, you're here, and you will... You know, have to find your way out of the clearing, which is certainly doable. Yeah. Should I go from there, or do you want to pause it here? We're we're wrapping up. Yeah, we're just okay. gonna okay. we're gonna get um, Samson back into the real world. <laughs> okay. Kiefer, what is a good um? What's 
Is there an animal? Oh, of course there is. A horse. Kiefer, you spasm awake. Not Kiefer, I'm sorry. Samson spasms awake, and there is something covering your eyes and your face, and you you first first thought is to get it off get it off and as you you wipe it off you realize that it is blood and you look around you your lower the lower half of your body is uncomfortably warm and hot and you look down and realize that you are half inside of a horse like a centaur <laughs> no 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 the belly of a horse has been cut open like luke skywalker like yeah. luke skywalker and looking up jerry fuller and his uh associate whose name i should have looked up i don't remember off the top of my head Keith. no oh yeah of course it's anita i was gonna do like his other his other random helper but yeah no it's anita um it's there's jerry fuller and anita q who the camera has seen before but samson hasn't met and they are dragging you out of the horse. And they, you know, finish with one last heave and you and horse viscera spill out so that you're laying on the flagstones on the back porch of someone's house in the livery, Texas. And this, uh, this man that you've never met in kind of a turtleneck and corduroy slacks leans over, puts bloody hands on his knees and says, well, Mr. Sycamore, it's a pleasure. <laughs> and that's where we'll stop. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, this was a different kind of episode. Hope you enjoyed it. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a rating. It really does help others find the show. We're just making this for fun at the moment. So the more folks that we can have listen, the better. And we will see you in two weeks. I want people to listen. This is hard work. Make sure that it people is. can hear what we're doing. I'm like doing this instead of hanging out with my wife and child. Make it worthwhile. Oh listen. God. Listen. What Kiefer said. Rate it. Bye. Review it. It's really good. It's getting better. can hear them <laughs> i can too really i'm glad geese. we're recording this the uh the geese might feature later in the episode <laughs> perfect through the magic of editing oh yes <laughs>